Good afternoon. You're listening to Saturday Morning Dads, the podcast for you if you put way too much thought into children's media. My name's Sean. I'm Curtis. And today we're back, baby. That's right. We are back. Yes. We had a brief hiatus. A uh, very long extended hiatus. Yeah. Sorry about that. Hope you guys uh, hope you guys come back and listen to us. Life, life just got in the way. Yeah. Uh, what's Jeff Goldblum... Uh, say in Jurassic Park? Life will find a way. Oh, life finds a way. That doesn't really apply here. No. Well, we found a way to podcast again. Yeah, we did. Podcasting finds a way. Podcast finds a way. That's uh, the theme of Jurassic World uh, 14. I don't know about you, but I feel it feels good to be back. It does. I, I've missed you, Curtis. I haven't talked to you at all. That's... Uh, for three months. <laughs> that's not true. For For those of you who don't know... Sean and I actually work together in the same office. We speak to each other every day, and every day we talk about how we're going to return to podcasting, and we finally did it. Uh, we are triumphant. Because it's been about three months now. Yeah, it's um, been a long while. Did we, have, have we done one since Christmas time? No, no, we did. We did. What was our last one? Home Alone? The Home Alone one? I think it was the Home Alone one. No, we did one about aliens. Oh yeah, that that movie that was very forgettable. Yeah, that's why you forgot about it. Yes, it was very generic. Rob Corddry. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of that. Uh, shame on Rob Corddry. Yeah, and uh, Br- Brendan Fraser. Yeah, see, I remember. Yeah, well, I remember. It's coming back to me now. Yeah, totally. What was the what was the entire recount the entire plot? Nope. Okay. Um, there was aliens, and we already a, did that. We yeah. already did that movie. Yeah, we'll have to go back. Brother and, drama. We'll have to go back and listen to that one sometime. This week we are going to be reviewing nothing. Oh, yeah. While well, we found time to podcast again, um, and Sean found time to watch a movie, I found time to watch half a movie and then fall asleep. Normally that would be good. Enough. Like I think you got to watch two thirds of a movie and then fall asleep, and we can still do an episode. Yeah, I don't. I just don't feel like I grasped the uh the entirety of the i was kind of dozing before i fell asleep so i need a real good run at it this weekend well what we're going to be doing is alice through the looking glass yeah starring johnny depp in his most creepy uh role of all time it's johnny depp jumping the shark for sure and that's saying something because johnny depp has jumped several sharks but this is probably the biggest one (laughs) his whole other than just his his uh his real life (laughs) okay let me let me ask you this if johnny depp was gonna play a batman villain i just think he would overplay it he does that's what he does yeah, would he I overplay mean, it as much as um, the Riddler played by Jim Carrey? That's just Jim Carrey, though. Yeah, that's Jim Carrey's thing. I I enjoy Jim Carrey as a Riddler because I'm a Jim Carrey fan. But there are people who don't like Jim Carrey. I like Riddler Jim Carrey much better than dramatic Jim Carrey. I like liar liar Jim Carrey. Yeah, that's like the right amount of Jim Carrey. Ooh, how do you feel about the one the, uh, the Truman Show? I, I liked the Truman Show. That was just a good story. Truman Show was a very, very well executed movie. Yeah, it was. Good plot. Good, it was well conceived and well executed. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Now, um, The Mask, I would say, is a defining childhood, not, not just childhood, but just, just defining movie of my life. 
Yes. So many parts of his personality. I would say it has less to do with Jim Carrey and more to do with Cameron Diaz in a red dress. Yes, Cameron Diaz. Uh, that movie is why I liked Swing. I spent a lot of time in my youth liking Swing. I took Swing lessons in high school. Yes. Um, big fan of Swing. Uh, I, yeah, it's also how, what, when every... was the last time you listened to a Cherry Poppin' Daddy's CD? Uh, or a Big Bad Voodoo Daddy? Oh, what time is it? Oh, it's about three hours. Three hours ago. Wow. It's, it's never really longer than that. What, what does Brian Zetzer count? It was Brian Zetzer. A Brian Zetzer orchestra. That counts. Okay. Yeah, why not? Um, but every time I type the word party or spell it in any way, my brain always says P-A-R-T-Y. Oh, my Because I gotta. Every time. <laughs> if I were... If I ever type you a text that has the word party, that went through my head. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a, that's an unfortunate side effect of swing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Curtis, what, what have you not fallen asleep watching? Have you watched The Last of Us? I have been keeping up with The Last of Us. I'm really enjoying that show. It is uh, not uplifting at all. Not uplifting. Yeah, so if you need to watch something to feel good about afterwards, don't watch that show. It's you know, it's similar to like The Walking Dead in that aspect. Um, I played the game, but it's been a really long time. And I don't remember anything, hardly anything about this. I remember like the general story, but I don't remember any uh, details. So it's been fun uh, watching that, and it has great acting and great uh, special effects, great writing. Um, have you been watching it? No, I haven't seen it at all. I've been too, I've been too busy. Oh yeah. I've only watched Alice and no, you, you went to the cinema. Oh, I did go to a movie theater and I saw Ant-Man. I took my daughter. Ant-Man. Yeah. It was my daughter's first PG 13 movie. Whoa. I and feel, she's not even, she's not even 13. No, she is. She is but a mere eight. Whoa. So we're getting pretty, but you know what? It wasn't. I knew the violence would be cartoonish, and I don't really worry about her with violence. Are Marvel movies usually PG-13? Yeah, I think they're, like, every single one's PG-13. I guess there's not many PG movies anymore. Well, kids' movies are. Are there any G movies? VeggieTales. <laughs> Those don't have ratings, because um, they're straight to DVD. Uh, well... And nobody has a DVD player anymore, so... If you like to skip the MPAA ratings board. <laughs> um, I, I watched some VeggieTales in my day. And what about you? No, I've seen some VeggieTales. My kids, like they had a VeggieTales show on Netflix my kids liked. What? Yeah. Do you know the, fir the first animated, the first CGI, fully yeah. CGI animated movie was VeggieTales. Yeah. Yeah. Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. Yeah. And biblical. Yes. Uh, Groundbreaking and sea parting. That's right. Water walking. So the the you, guy uh, the guy who was the lead director of animation on that movie directed Ant Man three. No, okay, but he went and went on to lead Toy Story. Whoa! Yeah, well, so, good job, VeggieTales guy. Yeah, that launched his career. Sorry, we don't know your name. Yeah. Um. So how was Ant Man three? Oh, it it's was been getting. Sour reviews. It oh, okay. If you look at it as a standalone movie, which it is, 
because it is not good. Okay. Um, because so much of its mission is part of of launching the next yeah phase of Marvel movies. This is the first in Phase Five. It's setting up Kang the Conqueror as the new bad guy. This this movie is really introducing Kang. He, um, uh, that is not the brain uh, villain from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's Krang. That's just Krang. for our listeners out there. And you might also confuse it with Modok because Modok is in it, who looks like Krang. Yeah, uh, they really do Modok a great disservice. Like, is he a disembodied brain? He's a, a head. He's a giant head, a tiny in a floating wheelchair with tiny little legs. And have <laughs> <laughs> you are you not familiar with Modok? No. Well, um, it's like mechanically seen... or mechanically derived organism for destruction and killing. Yeah, or something I have like, that. like a I have like a Marvel encyclopedia, which is the only picture I've ever seen of of Modok. Yeah, and he, I just. My the only thought I had was that looks like Krang. Yeah, he does look like Krang. It's uh, very similar, uh, but no, they they do him a great. I, I think they he's he's the comedic relief mm. um, in a movie that has a lot of freaking comedic relief. Yeah, it's like Bill a comedy. Murray. Was Bill uh, Murray's in the movie? Bill As Murray co- completely unnecessarily. He contributes nothing. Plot wise, it's just like, oh, here's Bill Murray acting like Bill Murray for 15 minutes. Yeah, I feel like that's what Bill Murray is now, though. Yeah. He can't be in a movie because he is Bill Murray. Like, he can't play a character. Yeah. Because you'll just be like, oh, that's Bill Murray. Why would he want to put in the effort of playing a character? <clears throat> he doesn't. Remember, he was in that zombie movie and he played Bill Murray. Like li- the literal Bill Murray. Is yeah. that the one that starts off in Garland, Texas? Yes. And it's just like and before like, the apocalypse. Like this is uh, this is the apocalypse, but this is just how Garland looks. Always, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm moving to Garland. Um, there is. So anyway, the movie the movie I think does a good job of setting up Kang. Kang has this. The movie the movie failed for me tonally because Kang. Uh, I can't. John, what's the guy's name? That plays Kang. Well, I have, uh, he's in. The, um, don't know. I haven't seen this movie that you're talking about. Uh, anyway, he's a very good actor, and he's got a lot of gravitas. He does that thing where he pauses. Yeah, it's between like Shakespeare. Shakespearean stuff. The words. So you know, he really means what he says. I was just blown away right now by um, by that. Yeah. display of acting that well, you just put on i can't imagine what this trained actor uh, yeah. was doing in this movie uh for those of you who uh, are listening to this expecting us to uh talk about kids movies on this episode we're not oh no this is just talking uh, about the things we actually did watch yeah um, and it is a kids movie because nobody with an adult intellect would like it that's the bad reviews yeah, probably. I, I, I it does a lot of things right. The, how uh, are you feeling about Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe in general? Because I, I'm feeling a lot of, uh, what do they call it, like uh, fatigue, Marvel, Marvel fatigue. I feel like I've skipped a few TV shows, I've skipped a few movies, and now I don't know what's happening. <laughs> well, um, like I didn't watch the Eternals. I feel like the Eternals was 
hand, but it was very important to the future of the of the MCU. The the Eternals was the most The Eternals was the least exciting Marvel movie. I saw it, meh. Mm-hmm. The thing that Marvel has going for it are the characters that you love, Thor being being a big one. Then the most recent Thor movie I know it didn't do very well. I liked it. I liked it, and just because I grew up watching Thor movies, you know. Um, I think uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm really looking forward to that one. The Marvels. I'm not looking forward to. Um, I, I, I haven't even heard of that one. Yeah, it's, is it Ms. Marvel? It's and Captain it's, Marvel. It's Miss, Mrs. and Ms. Marvel because they got the the young girl. What about Captain? They got Captain. Yeah, it's Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, Mrs. Marvel. Basically, it's three. It's three women who have superpowers, and one of them is from a TV show. I only watched the first episode of. Uh, same here. I only watched the first episode of that too. Yeah, and it wasn't bad. I just didn't uh, didn't care to watch the rest. I like I like this stuff going on with the Spider Man storyline. Um, I'll definitely watch any Spider-Man movie they throw at me. Uh, yeah. I'll definitely watch Doctor Strange movies. Uh, yes. Sam Raimi. I'll do, I'll watch any Sam Raimi movie. I think. Um, Evil and, Dead. Yeah, you know I haven't seen Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> the movie that defined his career, mm-hmm. I haven't seen. But I saw all the the, the Spider-Man's he directed when I was a child, and oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I the TV shows I like, uh, but uh, but the they're I don't know Wakanda Forever was lame. Yeah, I didn't finish that one either. I started it and uh, I I fall asleep in a lot of movies now, but uh, I fell asleep during that one. Really, here's the thing: that it's an action movie where the action is totally inconsequential. Like it was just a drama. I yeah. feel like I feel like you could like there's like two big battle scenes and i was like i actually didn't need to see this like it yeah. looked cool but it didn't look like but it wasn't the memorable good parts of the movie and yeah. i don't i don't like this thing they're doing where there's just too many super scientists there's and, a lot of super smart people in the marvel universe yeah so like in wakanda forever there's just that girl who from a college who invents a under um an obtainium detection machine and and yes what's the what's the element called unobtainium no oh vibranium vibranium unobtainium is in avatar yeah yeah <laughs> it's and i think thing. there is an it's act- mithril it's, uh, it's all just mithril but there is uh an absurd amount of vibranium in the world now yes it's a- compared to in captain america where they used the entirety of all vibranium on planet Earth to make his shield. Yes. Uh, but I guess Wakanda was just sitting on it. And then those mer people were sitting on it. Oh, those mer people are stupid. Okay. Um, if you're going to have mermaids, just have mermaids. Yeah. Make them beautiful. Sirens uh, who lure you into have, the sea. Have tails. Yeah. And have tails. Like the, like the little mermaid, the best mermaid is the little mermaid. I'm excited about the Little Mermaid. I just want to point this out: that the guy mm-hmm. who the the leader of the Mer people, his superpower was that he could fly, which doesn't even happen underwater. He no. has wings on his feet, so he can go into yeah. the sky. Dumb. 
Also, uh, the mer people can breathe outside of water. Well, only he could. The the other ones had to have some kind of apparatus, and they all had that apparatus, so they might as well have been able to breathe outside of water. And why did they come out of the water? They were mad at Wakanda for sharing the vibranium. Yes. Selfish. Selfish mer people. I was... I don't know. It was um, I will never finish that movie. I think, probably. Well, yeah. Anyway, I guess I, I guess I, I, I too have Marvel fatigue, but I don't want to admit it. Yeah. Because I'm still going to go see all the stupid movies. Well, there are I, some. I, I'm really excited for Guardians of the Galaxy. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I do too. I do too. Sorry, I just hiccuped on the on the mic. It's okay. It was uh, cute. It was a cute uh, little hiccup. I hope. I hope people forgive me. Do you have Star Wars fatigue? A bit, yes. Um, it's not exciting or like, you know, there's not a buildup and like a big deal when Star Wars stuff comes out now. It's just like, oh, okay, another thing. Yeah. And there's Star Wars stuff coming out that I didn't even know was coming out. Like Mandalorian's about to drop a new season. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Um I mean, I knew that was coming, but I didn't know it was coming like March 1st, which I am excited about because I, I do like love March it. 1st. Yeah. Like oh, that's a, real fast. Like in I thought a we had until May. Okay. I think it's March 1st. Yeah, that's in six days. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I do have Star Wars fatigue. I didn't. Well, I um, it's not I that special the idea anymore. of Star Wars fatigue was impossible until the Boba Fett show. Yeah, because by all accounts, it was probably a good show, but I was just like, uh, no more. I don't want any more. Then I never finished. uh, More Tatooine, please. Yeah. Out of all this, I don't know, this this whole world of worlds and worlds and worlds of all these fantastic places we can go. Or. And we just keep going to the backlot in Arizona. Put something in outer space. Yeah. I know that's probably harder to do, but. uh, Space. it's I'll, called it's called space wars. Yeah, yeah. For goodness sake, space conflict. Uh, I'm tired. I didn't. I didn't watch. Uh, I didn't finish Obi One. Yeah, yeah. I I was super excited for a long time about Obi One, and then it came out, and I was like, eh, I mean, okay. It, it was it was really bad. Uh, it was not near as good as I wanted it to be. I, I the idea of. What did Obi Wan do and going on adventures for while Luke was a little kid? Yeah, they picked the wrong adventure <laughs> to follow. I think. Yeah, because I wanted it to be about Luke. Yeah, I mean that like might be a little, protecting Luke. Might be a little sexist of me, but um, well, that tri- the child actress herself that was plays Leia awful. She was not good at. They should have gone back in time and got Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah, switched them out. Yeah. Or had two Leia's. I'm not anti-child actors, but definitely anti that one. She was bad. Um, Especially (laughs) when she was like being chased and these grown men could not catch her. It was cartoonish. And she was the slowest, most unathletic little child I've ever seen. Like she couldn't run. Anyway, I'm. uh, let's not... Beat up a little kid. <laughs> 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 athletic abilities. Anyway, it was 
She's probably just some producer's daughter or something. I don't know. Probably a producer's granddaughter. I don't know. Uh, uh, I, anyway, I'm just I'm burnt out on Star Wars more than I am Marvel. Yeah. I'll, if I didn't even see the Last Jedi or wait, what was it called? The Last uh, Jedi? No, the Return of the Skywalkers. I didn't see it. Rise of Skywalker. I didn't see it. You don't need to. It's uh, that trilogy is was a, a huge mess. What? It, it didn't seem like it had any clear direction narratively. Yeah, that's because it did not. Whereas they didn't, the they fr- didn't write the trilogy. They wrote each movie. So they did the first movie. And then Ryan Johnson was like, hey, I'm going to get a little creative with the second movie. Take it some places that people aren't expecting. He did that. Everybody, well, I don't. I wouldn't say everybody, but a large swath of Star Wars uh, quote-unquote fans who hate everything that Star Wars puts out uh, hated it. So then in the third movie, the third movie was just like resetting everything, undoing everything that they did in the second movie. And so I just actually heard this. Ray is Palpatine's daughter? Granddaughter. Ray is Palpatine's granddaughter. So yeah, Palpatine, I think so. Pal- I, have, I had actually forgotten that. But yes, that is... Uh, so she wasn't even a Skywalker. No, but she took the name Skywalker at the end because uh, she wanted to. Oh, okay. Cool. It was a bad... It was a bad movie. Just the first trilogy worked episodes four five and six because they are just the hero's journey they're just they are simple they are just the hero just do the hero's journey again they're simple goofy space stories just do the all every movie should just be the hero's journey it works yes not just star wars movies every movie every movie joseph campbell read it Oh, wait, hold on. I got to say, I really like those movies I know nobody's made in a while where they show like a whole bunch of rom-coms going on at once around a holiday. Oh, yeah. There was, uh, um, what was the Christmas one? Um, you know, they usually have... Love Actually? Yeah, Love Actually. That's I the do, one. I do love Love Actually. If you're going to make a movie, you got two options. Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Journey. I actually just ordered a book that I'm going to read about how to write a Hero's Journey story. Chris, did I tell you this? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try to write a book. Yeah, did I tell you that? Here's how you do it: you watch Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You replace the names of all the characters with character names of your own making. So far, I'm on board. Um, you replace the settings. Mm-hmm. So instead instead of Tatooine, it's in Arizona. You've got two other options: Western or fantasy. Yep. Yeah. So I would choose Western because I love westerns. Okay. Um, you might choose fantasy, mm-hmm. um, uh, sword and sword, sor- sword and sandal, sword sorcerer and forest, yes. uh, genre. Um, and then you replace Chewbacca with uh, some other kind of beast. Okay, so can I give battle, you the, battle cat? Can I give you the real pitch for what my book is going to be? Yes, hit me up. Okay, Indiana Jones plus Harry Potter. They get married. No, it's just like basically <laughs> like the wiz like there's like a the idea of an underground wizarding world. Like a wizarding adventurer? Yes, he's like the Indiana Jones of the Hogwarts world of the Harry Potter world. And he goes on a hero's journey. Is he like a historian a, a, archaeologist? He is like, a, he is a history professor. 
is he in is Slash, he invested in he, like wizarding lore and wizarding uh like ancient wizard stuff he, yes he is Sweet. he is a he is a history professor at a wizarding college and he is like the world's foremost expert on magical artifacts and so he is often paid to go track down these artifacts and he's on what should be a routine mission to go and get an artifact when everything goes wrong and it kind of has like james bond um aspects where there's a lot of globe trotting and going to different settings love it anything yeah. where you you start with a wide shot and it has like the name of the city oh, yes at I'll the bottom that. that's but, but that's imagine money. that imagine that with like instead of just the name of the city the it's magical runes that animate into the name of the city. Ooh, kind of, I love they kind it of already. glow blue and disintegrate into the name of the city. Can the wizard and the wizard in college that he's based out of be in Newark, New Jersey? It's actually in New Orleans. Ooh, even better. Yeah. Um, New Orleans is a magical city. Yeah. So there's like, there's an underground, literally under the ground version of Tulane. So like Tulane is a famous private school in New Orleans and like there's, you know, students go to their normal classes at Tulane and then they go into the ancient catacombs underneath it to go to their magic classes. Love it. Yeah. I love it. I can't read. I can't and, wait to read it. And are you, so are you writing it as a book or as a manuscript? I'm going to write it as a book with the ex, and I'm, but I'm going to structure it like movies are structured mm -hmm. in a five act uh, thing so that I can hopefully like. I don't know. Yeah. Like to, just so it's easy to turn into a movie if that ever happens. Is it going to be a um YA novel? It is definitely going to be PG-13. Okay. So most, is that considered YA, YA? Most YA novels are a hard R. Like think about Twilight. That book is that's got it's, inner inner species it's sensual. Boning. It's sensual. Sensual. Oh, it's got, dude, it's got. Um, dude, you know all the stuff that got away with in Hunger Games. This is just violence, man. Just raw Hunger emotional Games violence. Super violent. Yeah. Um, but good. Why the, novels are dark, man? They are dark. So I think it's gonna. I'm but gonna. You know what? Teenagers are dark. But dark yeah, I'm beings. not. But I'm not writing it for. There's no children in it. He's he's like a grown adult man who's our hero. But he, I want to say about his girlfriend. He's got a super cool girlfriend, and she is the um, she is the curator of the gift shop at Stonehenge. Yeah, she can do she can do super powerful magic, including teleporting around the world. But she can only do it at, like at magical places like Stonehenge. That's why she stays close to Stonehenge. Like if she's just on the street, she doesn't have magic, but whenever she's at a, like a, a magical node, she can actually cast super strong, powerful magic. I like this. I like this story. Um, yeah. would you, is it Harry, Harry father? It's, um, I don't have a name for it. The, the character's name so far, I might change it. Is Chris Smith. Pretty un pretty pretty forgettable name. It's huh? unmag it's unmagical. It's not I will say that Chris Chris is not bad, um, but I feel like if it's in New Orleans, you might need like a French name. Oh yeah, that would that would be cool. Like uh, Troussard. Okay, that that might be a little too magical. Or Boudoir. Uh, does that just mean bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not Boudoir. Uh oh. I don't know. I don't know. Bobby, oh, Bobby Boucher. 
Uh, the name's really not important. It's not. Uh, I like do... I like where your head's at with the story, though. Anyway, I'm going to write that into a book, and then I'm going to become a famous author. I'm going to write three of them, which will form a hero's journey. And at the end, he will have this great self-discovery moment, and everything will be right in the world. And then it'll Disney will buy it and turn it into a TV show, and everybody will hate it like they hate Willow. Yeah. Also, I love Willow. Do you watch Willow? I I, uh, I tried it again after you, because I tried it the first time. Hated it. Um, and then I listened to you talk about it and say how much you liked it. So I tried it again. Still hated it. Well, can so, we agree on this? Not going to finish uh, it. At least it's not just about some old man having dreams in a back to tank. Yes. It was, it was, I will say at least it's not another Star Wars or Marvel movie. It was it was a, a property, but it wasn't a property we're burnt out on. That's true. But I was so excited. Willow was one of my favorite all-time movies. And the TV show just had a totally different feel. It did not feel like Willow at all. Yeah. Even though it had a character named Willow in it. And I actually liked Willow, the character in it. Um, but I didn't really enjoy any of the other characters or anything else about it can i tell you since you're not going to watch it yeah can i tell you a spoiler of just one like really cool scene sure so they're they're going this whole this is gonna be a spoiler for anybody who cares but like you should still watch it anyway it's so good skip Um, ahead for skip ahead five minutes if you don't want to get spoiled (laughs) at least 12 minutes um have you seen all right so uh the whole the whole adventuring party is trying to get to this ancient city. Yes, I know. I know that much. And they don't even know, exi- like, where it is. It's just at the end of the world. Like, you just keep walking straight, and eventually you find it. Like Oz. Uh, no, because that had a whole with twisty, turny, goal road. Yeah, this doesn't have it. All right, so they get to the edge of the world. Like, the, like they go through all these forests and and fields, and go to all these little towns, and have all these little ventures, and they get to this place where it's just like this sand with like a few inches of water across it for Tatooine. it's like Tatooine covered in like three inches of water okay and fog and you can just see for forever and there's just nothing more and then they they keep walking and they walk through that for days and days and possibly months they're just walking and there's this great montage of like what they're doing at night when they're training and practicing magic and forming relationships and it's it's great, and they've got this magical fish that carries them part of the way, and then he dies, and it's, it's all in this montage, and it's great. And they get to the very end, and it's just a waterfall to the end of the edge of the world. And it's just this beautiful, um, like scenery of the edge of the world. Just like there's nothing else there, and then they're like, "Oh crap! I guess we failed on our mission. We failed it." And then, do uh. The magic baby girl, uh, Elora Dannon, Elora Dannon, and Kit, who's kind of our hero, they're like, we know what we have to do, we we have to do it, and they like hug and embrace, and there's tears coming down their faces, and it's just this beautiful emotional moment because they don't like each other. They they have come to they they, they start off hating each other, and this is the moment where they're like, I respect you, you know, like. I'm willing to do this with you. And they like embrace 
and they put their forwards together and they're crying and they're so scared and then they jump off the edge of the world and they just like are falling and falling and falling and that's like how the second to last episode ends and i was just like dude that's like the best cliffhanger ever literal literal cliffhanger they jumped off a cliff and yeah and then the, the only better cliffhanger would have been if well, hold, there is a better cliffhanger. Sylvester Stallone was hanging off a cliff. Okay, okay, go ahead. So here's how. So that's how the second to last episode ends. So each one of the episodes, I don't think the first two, but the rest of the episodes, they all have this end with this vision of Willow's having this vision of a battlefield with all these dead people on it. Um, yes, I've seen that vision. You've seen that vision, right? Yes. And Alora Dannon's like supposed to, like save that from happening and then at the very last um very last episode the, it's the other the the magic the the boy oh what's his name i can't pronounce it but the boy kit was supposed to marry oh yes he has he's kind of become willow's apprentice throughout the show because he's actually like super nerdy into magic and he he's actually has Laura Danny can do more powerful stuff, but he actually has more control than she does. Like he's, um, and he's been apprenticing under Willow. So he has the vision, but this time there's that same battlefield of all the dead people. And Laura Danon's wearing like this black dominatrix outfit. And she's oh, like, she broke bad. Yeah. And she's like, let's go. Like it's now or never. And she's like the one who's responsible for all that death and oh. destruction. And so they have to make a second season. They have to make a second season. Has one been greenlit? No. They not. I don't think it was very popular. Uh, so I don't know if they're going to make one. Oh, man. Well, me and the 13 other people on the subreddit for it. Well, you, uh, I mean, you're so passionate about it. I got to give it another shot. Yeah. I got to try to get to, I got to try to do it. Maybe yeah. if I watch it till the end. They'll green light it. You'll be the one. I'll be the one. There was this one show (laughs) that one of my friends recommended to me and he knew how it ended before I watched it, before he recommended it to me. Um, I can't remember the name of the show, but it was like three seasons. I was like, okay, cool. I can do that. So I got to the end of the third season, total cliffhanger, and they had canceled the show. (laughs) What show is this? Ah, I can't remember what the name show of it. This? It was about an alien invasion. And oh yeah, yeah. It was on Sci-Fi, so like, right? Yeah. A lot of people were mad about that. Yeah, I was just mad that my friend recommended it to me and like didn't tell me. Hey, it they can't. Like they that. canceled the show before it ended. I would not have yeah. watched it. Um, because I was really enjoying it, but uh, those people are still in captivity. So. To this very day. It was like there was an alien invasion and like some people were like... It was like the underground resistance of an yeah. alien invasion. Um, it was cool. It was a cool show. Sounds cool. Um, and the guy from Sawyer from Lost was in it. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves Sawyer. He's a dreamboat. Mm-hmm. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Can I tell you about one one last show? Yeah. This is a very small antidote. In 2017... I had watched a show called Warrior Nun. I've seen the uh, cover of that show somewhere on, on Netflix. Netflix or somewhere. Netflix, yeah. Yeah, Warrior Nun. It was not good. Okay. I liked it 
because like the idea is like there's this tech giant startup company um that basically Google and there are medical it's a med it's a medicine company that is somehow um siphoning off energy from heaven they they've like ent- like created a gateway to heaven and the pure energy from heaven can heal anything okay but this is going to like but they're using it for evil purposes and it's going to upset the balance of good and evil and whatever. Anyway, it's about this awesome chick who has kind of got a Buffy complex and she has a halo. Some angel, she was kicked out of being a nun, but like St. Michael or somebody gives her his actual factual halo. Okay. And it's implanted in her back and now she's a super fighter for God. Okay. And Catholic church and she's beating up demons and stuff. And that sounds cooler than it is. The show was terrible, but it sounds I liked, really cool. I like the subject matter, but it was really well. It was really poorly produced. Like it was mm. sub BBC. Um, but anyway, I saw on Netflix the other day a new season of it came out. Oh, the first season was 2017. Wow. Maybe they've just been working on it this whole time. <laughs> and it's going to be awesome, <laughs> but probably not. Yeah. Um. Yeah, nobody's going to watch season two of a show that came out six, six years, years ago. <laughs> That's a lot to ask because every single person has got to go rewatch the first season. Yeah. It, uh, that's not going to work. Netflix. I, a, I tried watching it and the first job. like 10 minutes of the first episode are just like a recap montage. Yeah, they have to. They yeah. should have a whole episode that's just like previously on Warrior None. Yeah, and like it would be like I like the idea of a movie f- about um, a hot ch- nun who with superpowers fighting demons, but they were really into the Catholicism of it all, and the movie definitely took like a hard stance on like Catholicism is right. Oh, okay, um, it wasn't just, like Constantine where it's like just loosely. No, the it was like this movie. There, this TV show is for Catholics. So one whole episode was just the mass. Oh yeah, they're like, no, this is not a representation. <laughs> this is literal body of Christ. Like, they they really got maybe it into was produced it. by the Catholic Church. Yeah, Pope whatever his name. It was like they were very. Anyway, I think we've talked enough about movies and TV shows. Do you have sure. any final thoughts? No, I'm uh, I'm ready to get back to um, talking about children's uh, media. Ready to ready to watch my my movie. Mm-hmm. Alice through the Looking Glass. Alice through the Looking Glass. I got about halfway through. I think. Um, what I saw was crazy. It was wild. Um, Johnny Depp was ridiculous. I don't think he's good. I don't think he's a good actor anymore. I don't well, think. This, I think he was at one time a good actor, but I think Pirates of the Caribbean ruined him. Pirate. Uh, well, the, Alice Through the Looking Glass was 2016, so he had a lot more like power. That was like between uh, pirate movies. Like he, like th- this is a movie that helped contribute to him becoming a joke. Yeah, for sure. And the his makeup is. I don't know why. I think he's a great actor who makes weird role choices and hangs out with Tim Burton too much. Yeah, I think he just likes being super weird on camera. If, and 
I, I still think his career could turn around and he could close it out as one of the greatest actors of all time. Because I really do think he's a great actor. Like, he is. He's got chops. He just like, I mean, like his portrayal of the Mad Hatter is ridiculous. It is. It is bats. It's, it's insane. It's, it's hard. It's actually hard to watch. There was a scene with him and Alice where they were just talking and I was, it was physically hard for me to watch it. Well, you gotta, you gotta save this conversation for it's a, it's a preview, next week's a episode. Preview, a little, little taste. little preview. Well, taste. If you liked, if you liked what you just heard, come back uh, next week, and we'll we'll have more yeah. we'll have more of that. We'll talk about Johnny Depp's depiction of people with mental health crises. Yeah. we'll talk about how um, hair gel was named after him. What De- Depp hair gel? For real? You know, you never had Depp hair gel? No. Uh, I have a really bad habit of making super old references on uh, podcasts. Especially uh, our Web3 podcast that I got kicked off of. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't the only reason. Or making, oh, it didn't help. <laughs> uh, I kept making like references from like the eight, like probably before, well, they're too old for even me. You you make references <laughs> to things that are before Web2. Yes. Yeah. So sorry about that. Depp hair right. gel. I'm going to go home and I'm going to put Suavecito hair gel in my hair. Whoa. And then I'm going to style it up into a pompadour and take my daughter to a sock hop. Oh, yeah. Um, sweet. All right. That, is that why you were listening to Brian Seitzer Orchestra today? Oh, got to get ready. Um, and all, the real reason is because when my phone connects to my car, it plays... The music that is stored on my phone, oh, which is pretty much just one Brian Zetzer's album, one Bob Dylan album, and the Concerning Hobbit song from the Shire theme. Oh, wow. Then that, and uh, that's like it. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a small sampling. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Well, um, we'll talk. We'll talk next week. All right. Take us. Oh, f- famous catchphrase. Um. Saturday Morning Dads. It's part of this complete afternoon meal. All right.